This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 6.23 after a lackluster day yesterday and the stock market. Dow is down about uh, a little over 70 points. Looks like uh, we could be starting the day in the green as of today. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's up 107 points. Looking like uh, we're in the green in the NASDAQ. Standard report, everything up. Keep in mind, this is futures trading. The uh, stock market won't open up before and about another 40 minutes or so. Um, and then we will, I guess, 35 minutes. Um, then we'll be talking with Jeremiah Bates coming up here next hour at about uh, 7.20 about what's uh, going on with the stock market. Uh, yesterday, the Fed chair in a uh, meeting said that there are more interest rate hikes coming. Unfortunately, they did take a pause on the last interest rate hike, but uh, sounds like uh, that's just going to be a pause. Mm. Some some had hoped that, hey, maybe we're done. Um, apparently, the economy still too hot and interest rates will be going up before the end of the year. Once again, based on uh, what he had to say in that meeting, it wasn't an official Fed meeting, but he did say it in a meeting. So part of public record, unfortunately, if you were hoping that your Adjustable rate mortgage, for instance, was going to go down or at least not go up. Um, sorry to say <laughs> that's not going to happen. Jerome Powell has this just uncanny ability to kill optimism all over the country. Pretty much, doesn't he? Yeah. With just a few words, too. Yeah. Doesn't take very much and over. Uh, a couple of other things we're going to be talking about this morning. Um, Idaho Air National Guard is going to be transitioning The 124th Fighter Wing, based in Boise, has been the uh, A-10 Warthogs since, what, 1996, something like that? Where are they going to get boats now? They are going to be transitioning transitioning to F-16 fighter missions beginning in 2027, maybe. A-10s to F-16s? A-10s to F-16s. A little bit different there. Um, Now, the uh, Air Force had fought to try to get the F-35 mission based here. It ended up going to Alabama and Wisconsin Mm -hmm. instead of uh, Boise a few years ago. Um, A lot of that was uh, also saw a lot of pushback from Boise residents, especially those in the area Mm -hmm. out by the Air Force base. Loud. Uh Uh-huh. The F-16 isn't quite as loud as the F-35, but it's a lot louder than the A-10 Warthog. (laughs) What's his name from uh, Ron Burgundy? Loud noises. <laughs> I don't know what we're yelling about. <laughs> so we'll talk a little bit about this. If you want to weigh in uh, on your thoughts uh, about this, because you have the economy and the money that comes in with a new mission, you know, because the Air Force is going to be transitioning away from uh, A-10s. I mean, they've been a, they've been a big part of the uh, Air National Guard for a really long time, but technology is is passing them by. Um, you know, so you have all right. Do we want the Air National Guard to still be based in Boise? Do we want them to have a new mission that could take us on into the next ten, twenty, thirty years or whatever? Um, but there are people, of course, that think that live in that area that this is going to kill their property values because of. As you just mentioned, mm-hmm. loud noises. <laughs> I still don't know what we're yelling about. 
So if you want to weigh in on that, what are what are your thoughts? I don't live by the airport, so it doesn't affect me. Um, but you may live next to the airport. What do you think? Uh, go ahead and weigh in by emailing us. We'll talk more about this this morning. Email Chris at KBOI.com and Mike at KBOI.com. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 6.33, well, it's uh, looking more and more like the upcoming 4th of July weekend shaping up to be pretty good for those of you who uh, don't want to fight traffic going out what is said to be a record-setting travel weekend. Traveling could get underway as uh, soon as today, saying it could be busy. That's when most of the airlines will see the uh, biggest bulk of their flyers. Um, you've got travel, you've just heard in the uh, news report there, news at the bottom of the hour, but if you're staying in town, a lot of things you could do. Went over the stuff. Boise uh, River opens up for float season today. Matter of fact, you want to get up uh, right now and go floating? You can. It's official. You can. It'll be, what, 99 uh, in the forecast on Saturday and 100 on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So hot weather is coming, looking for ways to cool off. And then, of course, don't forget, we have the uh, 4th of July, which will be on Tuesday this year. You've got uh, the um, city fireworks going on uh, for the public and Morrison Park. Everybody invited. That is going to be happening at 1015 on uh, 4th of July. And then that morning, you have the 4th of July parade. It's back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. For the first time in a uh, couple of years, you can be a part of Idaho 4th of July Parade from Boise. It's presented by Cap Ed. It will get underway at 10 a.m. on the morning of the 4th of July. Now, if you'd like to be a part of the parade, you can still do that. You can volunteer, maybe enter a float. Uh, you can just go to BoiseForth.com today to do that. And then uh, be ready to be a part of the parade. And for those of you who maybe you know, just want to watch the parade, you're invited to do that. Once again, it's 10 a.m. on the morning of the 4th of July before it starts to get really warm. And it's supposed to be warm all the way through next uh, week. So uh, head on out and enjoy it. Once again, 4th of July Parade from Boise. Sponsored by Peterson Chevrolet, Albertsons, CBS2 News, Zamzos, and all of us here at News Talk KBOI. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 641, good morning. Thanks for listening in. Remember, in addition to listening in, you can be a part of the show. That's easy to do, too. All you have to do is give us a call, 208-336-3700. Toll-free from wherever you might be listening, 1-800-529-5264. If you have a Verizon wireless phone, just hit pound 670. You can email chris at kboy.com and mike at kboy.com. You can also text us, same as our main number. Um, And we do have a text in uh, asking the question about the uh, F-16s. That's a new mission that uh, could be coming to Boise as early as 2027. It would replace the uh, current mission which we have had, uh, the A-10 Warthogs would be replaced. Hmm. There's, there's going to that be pushback. Be so, that would be so weird. They've been here so many years. Well, the problem is that the uh, military is, is moving on from the A-10s. They're, the technology just isn't there. As great as they've been, as good as they've been in close air support, um, they're, they're just moving on to better technology. And as you mentioned, I mean, the A-10 have been around for a long, long time. 
and they've they've tried to get rid of them before, but they've been so great at close air support, they hadn't had anything <laughs> to really be able to replace them. Exactly. They've, they've had to keep them. So um, I, I, I don't know what type of pushback we're going to see. The uh, mayor, Lauren McLean, has not weighed in as of yet. However, uh, Idaho State Representative John Gannon, who's been on our show uh, many times, Democrat from Boise, represents the legislative district that includes neighborhoods near the airport, and he issued a statement yesterday expressing concerns at the F-16s that the uh, airport will cost millions of dollars to compensate homeowners whose homes become unsuitable for residential use. So he thinks that the government is going to have to buy those homes from people who own them because they're going to become unlivable and then just raise the homes. Gotcha. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know how loud the F-16s are um, in the times that I've heard F-16s. Yeah, I probably wouldn't want my house right underneath it, but I don't know if the flight pattern will be flying over those homes or not as of yet. A lot of this still has to be um, shaken out. As I mentioned, it's not going to happen until 2027, so there's a few years that will happen. Uh, Celeste writes in uh, a text message at 208-336-3700, says F-16s, oh heck yes. Two exclamation points. So she's excited about this. <laughs> Beefed up the Pacific Northwest defense system, particularly with unstable China. Air base has been there longer than the houses. Full disclosure, I love our military. That's Celeste. She says a, she has a PS here. She says, watch Mayor Lauren McLean fight this tooth and nail. Your thoughts. We'll talk more about this today. Um, if you want to weigh in with your thoughts, we'll get to your phone calls a little bit later. But if you want to get in right now uh, with your emails, please feel free to do that. Mike at KBOI.com. Chris at KBOI.com. You can also text us right now, 208-336-3700. Time for another check on what's going on with sports once again this morning. Brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. They are open up in 15 minutes. 15 minutes! By the way, don't forget, you not only can get breakfast, but if you want to uh, get through there and get a delicious breakfast beverage, whether that's hot coffee, iced coffee, or one of their energy drinks, you can do that through the coffee drive-thru exclusively at Pork Belly and Cuna. Don't have to wait in line. Don't have to go inside. Just go through the drive-thru. Check it out today. They open up the drive-thru at 7 a.m. also. Sometimes when you're playing poorly, you've got to look down the roster and find somebody who can give you a spark. And the Seattle Mariners did that yesterday by bringing up a young kid to play shortstop, Jose Caballero. And he played terrific defense last night. Hill stumbled. This ball to flex off of Gilbert. Barehand Caballero and gets it over there in time for the out. And anybody else running, that might have been an infield base hit. Good job by Caballero right there because that ball kind of changes direction on you when you break it towards it. Logan Gilbert, this is one of these ones when you're sitting up here in the booth there and you're like, hey, just get out of the way, let you guys make the play. But it's a straight instincts trying to go after that ball. The call there on Root Sports. Caballero playing really good defense with that barehanded play. But he also came out and hit the ball pretty well yesterday. This time Caballero smokes a high fastball. Gone! Home run! And the Mariners get a bolt of life all of a sudden. He was able to get on top of that pitch and ride it out. That was smokes. Yeah, look at that. 19 degrees on the launch angle. Welcome to the big <laughs> leagues, Mr. Willingham. I know you throw 98. It's deceptive. I'm sure it's got plenty of spin. But you know what? Jose Caballero saying, I don't care if it's a debut. A little bit of life 
this spot here in the eighth inning. So Jose Caballero with a nice game. Not enough, though. He hit the only home run of the game for the Mariners and scored the only run of the game for the Mariners in a 4-1 loss to the last place team in the National League East, the Washington Nationals. And they also dropped the series after that 4-1 loss. I'm Rick Worthington. For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Seven oh seven. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Phone lines open 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Talking uh, about a new mission expected to come to Boise for the Idaho Air National Guard as a transition to an F-16 mission. 124th Fighter Wing based in Boise expected to transition to an F-16 Fighting Falcon mission Starting in spring of 2027, the U.S. Air hmm. Force announced this week. Well, it's good they're still going to have planes. The mission is subject to review, including environmental impact analysis. Since 1996, the wing has flown the A-10 Thunderbolt to a- A.K.A. Warthog. Warthog, which is designed to provide close air support. Pilots and crews with the 124th have flown the A-10 in combat missions in Kosovo, Iraq, and Afghanistan. However, the Air Force plans to retire the A-10 beginning in fall of 2026, which means if the Air National Guard doesn't have a new mission, the uh, Boise Air National Guard would cease to exist. Uh But it does. It does have a new mission, as long as it, you know, doesn't get kiboshed. F-16s are expected to begin arriving in Boise in the spring of 2027. That's true. A lot can happen because that is still four years away, isn't it? Exactly. Um, That will happen after the environmental impact analysis, which is expected to be completed by the spring of 2025. The Air Mm -hmm. Force said the decision to host the F-16 mission at Gowan Field came after assessing the area's ability to facilitate the mission and infrastructure capacity, also accounting for community support, environmental factors, and cost. It appears that the prospect of hosting F-16s in Boise, though, is already reigniting controversy similar to the discussions about the F-35s. Now, you might remember that uh, the city of Boise was trying to get the F-35 missions to be here in Boise to take the place of the A-10s. That was when uh, Mayor Dave Beter... Yeah was the mayor of Boise, and he was trying to get that um, in support. However, there was a lot of pushback going on from people who lived around the airport, and it ended up, didn't matter anyway, because the mission ended up going to uh, Wisconsin and Alabama. There was a little bit of pushback even from uh, military pilots who were saying that they didn't think it was a very good plane, the F-35. Right. wasn't necessary. Idaho State Representative John Gannon. He's appeared on this show numerous times as a Democrat from Boise, and he represents the district that includes the neighborhoods near the airport. He issued a statement yesterday expressing concerns that F-16s at the Boise airport will cost millions of dollars to compensate homeowners whose homes become unsuitable for residential use. The city of Boise hasn't actively campaigned for the new mission at Gowan Field since the Air Force decided against the F-35 mission there. 
However, the A-10s are being retired, which, like I just mentioned, right. means that there either has to be a new mission or there will be no reason for the Air Force Base to be there. Representative Gowan thought that the mission would be better suited for Mountain Home Air Force Base because they're out closer to the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I personally don't live near the Boise Airport. I'm not in the flight path. So, I I mean, I, what I say really doesn't mean a whole lot. I don't even live in Boise any longer. Actually, I lived in Boise a long, long time ago. But I want well, your I thoughts. Mean, you, if, you, if you live in but Boise. But you, you still live in the Treasure Valley. You I live, live in the Treasure Valley. You live in Nampa. You just yeah. moved there from Eagle. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I have full support from the military, and I don't want to see the Air National Guard, you know, not have a mission when the A-10s are retired. So uh, I'm for this, but I want to hear from those of you who might be affected by this. You live near the airport. Do you support this, or are you vehemently against the sound of an F-16 taking off around your home? What now? One of the um, <laughs> that, by the well, way, yeah. is an F sixteen taking off. One of the best advertisements for uh, having the pause and rewind feature on your television. What? <laughs> that is the sound right there of an F sixteen taking off. Now, granted, that's closer than a home would be to the F-16. That yeah. is that is uh, recorded right next to the uh, airport. So it, it, it's a lot louder than what homes are allowed to be there. But right. I'm just curious now, is this something you would support? Robin writes in, complaining about noise when you live next to an Air Force base, question mark. Exactly. What was the expectation of those who bought the home knowing it was next to the Air Force base? I'm a proud That's and happy Every time I hear our guys fly over. What people want to know is, uh, and how long did you live there before they put in the Air Force Base? <laughs> oh, they were here first? Um, th- it, do you look at this as similar complaints as people that move in next to a dairy that has been there for decades and then start complaining about the smells? And the flies. Yeah. It's like, why we got we to gotta close down this dairy. It's like, the dairy was here for decades before you got here. What has four wheels and flies? A dairy wagon? 208 336 3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Sean here, this is a text message. That's the sound of freedom. If you don't want that sound near you, you're a communist. Well, I wouldn't go quite that far, Sean. But I get Or you it. might just have good hearing and you don't want to keep it. <laughs> are there, are there that was, other. That was Gallagher years ago. He said, uh, you know, those. Uh, Houses out by the airport nobody wants to live in? Why don't we give them to deaf people? And he says, I hope I didn't offend any deaf people, but I don't guess they heard that, did they? Are there other considerations besides sound that maybe you don't want the planes, the F-16s, flying in in your neighborhood? Go ahead and weigh in. 
sound crashing. That's about it, really. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Like I said, this has got a little time before it's happened. It's not supposed to happen until the spring of 2027. That's when the F-16s, the Fighting Falcon mission, uh, should be starting up here at the uh, Air Force Base, Air National Guard Air Force Base. Um, Go ahead and weigh in with your thoughts. We'll take a break here. Um, We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up after bottom of the hour news. If you want to weigh in by email, you can do that right now. Chris at KBOI.com and Mike at KBOI.com. It's time for another check of what's going on with sports. Once again, this morning brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Chef Wally, he is out there doing his best to make up his form of deliciousness and trust us it really is delicious everything he makes from scratch every morning he's there early working for you they are open now as they uh, open up every day seven days a week and that includes fourth of july 7 a.m to 2 p.m pork belly in downtown cuna while many of us like to put a little wager down on a ball game it's one of the things you can't do if you're a professional or college athlete you can't bet on sports Well, the NCAA is amending their penalties for student-athletes who violate the association's gambling policy. They've increased leniency, and in some cases, they'll base their punishments on the amounts that have been wagered. The Division I Legislative Council this week ratified guidelines for reinstating student-athletes who violate sports betting rules. The NCAA just announcing this this week. Betting by student-athletes on any sport offered by the NCAA has been prohibited in the past, and it's resulted in the loss of a season of eligibility in some cases. The new guidelines are, well, they're long, and we can't announce them all, but we can tell you the new guidelines modernize penalties for college athletes at a time when sports wagering has been legalized in dozens of states and is easily accessible. And for sports fans, let's be honest. We've all put a little wager on maybe a college football game or got into the NCAA basketball pool at work. All of those things are illegal if you're a college athlete. And I say illegal by the guidelines of the NCAA. So now those types of things will be looked at, but they may not be looked at as strictly as before. I'm Rick Worthington. for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 723, Jeremiah Bates with us to talk about your money. And once again, uh, Jeremiah, something must have happened here within the last hour. Um, futures were up 120 points about 45 minutes ago. Now we're down two. So I'm guessing I haven't been paying close attention to uh, business reports coming out this morning. Uh, but has something happened in the last 45 minutes that we can point to that has caused this drop? Yeah, I mean, it's really response to what the economic data, well, I guess the revision of economic data. So you had the quarter one GDP, which really is a measure of the United States economic output. So there's different revisions that goes along after these initial after these initial prints were made and you have the third and final revision for the first quarter of our economic growth and that rose two percent so clearly we're seeing a underlying economy that is much stronger than anticipated and it really kind of put i want to say puts to bed but it puts into question these expectations that the u.s was heading into a recession and consumer spending was rose 4.2 percent in quarter one and that makes over 
and consumer spending makes 70 percent of this gdp number so again oh and on top of that let's not forget you had uh jobless weekly jobless claims coming in lower than expected that was released this morning so you add these all together you have a revised number of just overall economic output that came in better than anticipated you have consumer spending coming in better than anticipated you have jobless came claims coming in lower than anticipated all these put these together, which is a good news equals bad news scenario where, again, the Federal Reserve is likely to maintain their aggressive stance in continuing to raise interest rates. So what we've the reaction we've really seen a little bit muted in the in, on the equity space, right? Even though futures were a bit higher, we've seen them come down off the session highs. Um, I don't anticipate a tremendous drop today for equities, but what we're seeing the movement is bonds, and you're seeing price down, yields up, and the reason for that is because uh, expectations for interest rates moving moving higher uh, at the end of the year, possibly two times, and then maybe more going into 2024. Those are now being priced in, and we're certainly seeing some movements in the bond market. So again, this economic data coming in is moving the tide, but on the flip side. You also we, we talked to, we touched on it yesterday with the chip makers and whole. You had Micron reporting earnings after the closing bell yesterday. So if we're looking at some uh, some positive news, you have shares of Micron up over two per, almost two percent in pre market trading after their forward looking guidance came in much better than anticipated, and that's despite the headwinds of these restrictions uh, involving China and, and the U.S. Um, putting kind of those those safeguards on chip on chip manufacturers. Right. And you also have U.S. banks passing the bigger boys, the bigger banks passing their stress. So it's kind of a mixed mixed package, but the reaction in the bond market in the bond market is now trickling over into the equity market in today's uh, pre market session. All right, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, looking right now, going to be basically flat as we get to the opening. Get an update from you a little bit later this morning, and talk to you again tomorrow morning. Thanks, gents. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Seven forty-one. Within the next few years, the Idaho Air National Guard at Gowan Field may be flying a different kind of fighter jet. 124th, 124th fighter wing based in Boise is expected to transition to an F-16 fighter Falcon mission starting in the spring of 2027. That's uh, in an announcement from the U.S. Air Force earlier this week. The mission is subject to review, including the environmental impact analysis. Now, the uh, A-10 Thunderbolt II, which is uh, designed to provide close air support, is being retired. At the beginning, or at the fall of 2026. So they will not be included with military mm-hmm. after 2026. F-16s are expected to begin arriving in Boise in spring of 2027 after completion of the environmental impact analysis, which is expected to be completed in the spring of 2025. There's already starting to be pushback. Idaho State Representative John Gannon who represents the district that includes neighborhoods near that airport, issued a statement yesterday expressing concerns that F-16s at the Boise Airport will cost millions of dollars to compensate the homeowners whose homes become unsuitable for residential use. Has there there ever been an environmental impact study that concluded, hey, it's going to make everything better? (laughs) Uh, I'm not quite sure. My My guess would be no. 
Want to get your thoughts on this this morning, taking your your input. This is just your opinion. Would love to hear from you if you live in that area. What are your thoughts? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Tom, thank you for uh, holding on and being patient with us this morning. Appreciate it. Um, you wanted to weigh in. What are your thoughts on the uh, new mission? Well, as far as waiting for you, you're worth it, so that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Um the airplanes fly directly over my house every day. And I remember when this big hassle came when Beater was trying to get the other airplanes in and everybody was screaming about it. Uh, I ran an office in my home for over 20 years. And, yeah, when they would fly over, you have a hard time hearing, but I had the same problem with every other airline that flew over the top of my house. So a buddy of mine was really upset about it, and she was all screaming and yelling that we should make sure this doesn't happen. So I actually recorded the amount of time that they took off and landed every day. And it worked out to be about 45 minutes in the morning and 45 minutes at night. Mm. And I it back to where I said, you know, yeah, I think you need to become a little less sensitive. This is not near that bad. And she agreed with me and stopped making all the harassment. Um, I'm, I'm, I have two concerns. I have no problem with them bringing the new jets in because air, the Idaho area is a perfect opportunity for individual you know, airplanes to go test and work on make, making their skills even better. Uh, but I am concerned about the ATN being retired. I have a number of buddies of mine who are in the infantry in uh, several areas, and they say the most beautiful side in the world is when you're being pinned down by an enemy is to have an A-10 come over the top <laughs> of the hill. What are they, what, these guys what are they replacing it with? Huh? What's, what's going to do what the A-10 does now? I don't know. Hmm. I don't, they, that question was they don't know what it is either. And the other thing is that uh, I talked to one of the tank guys one day, and I said, so what's your biggest fear? He said an A-10 coming over the horizon because if it comes over the horizon, I'm dead. It's over. So I don't, I don't know what they're going to fill in for the A-10. The advantage of it is it is a jet, but it flies slower and it's lower, very uh, maneuverable, and it is essentially an airplane built around a gun. And I, it is this. It's also hard super, to shoot down. Yeah. They can I mean, fly with hard. a lot of damage. Yeah. So I don't know what they're going to replace it with, but as far as the new airplanes coming here, I don't have any problem whatsoever. I mean, the, the people are always going to complain about something. I've never been in a position, so I've seen people <laughs> complain about something. But I think I, I'm wondering it, if uh, they get replaced by drones. Can't answer that question either. But yeah. um, you know, but but the interesting thing is, as far as I'm concerned, the, the noise is really not an issue because if I'm outside in the backyard you know, play with my grandkids, and just a regular jet flies over. You can't hear anything for, you know, five or ten minutes while it's flying over. And the difference between the noise from the uh, the, the jet and a regular airplane, uh, you know, it's noticeable, but it's not that much difference. Right. So, All right. It's gonna, I don't think it's going to be a big issue whatsoever, and I think the issue is that people just like something to complain about. So, mm-hmm. And I know... And I know Gannon, his problem is that he has some vocal people that are part of his constituency that in order for him to feel like he's doing his job as a representative, he has to go represent them, which he does. Yeah. But I think time we need to be a little more 
understanding about what we're trying to accomplish here. Um, I told my buddy, I said, I said she was screaming and yelling at you know about the the air, and I said this forty five minutes a day to me sounds like freedom, and she <laughs> got really. Tom, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Um, love hearing from you, especially since you live in the the flight path. Uh, thanks for weighing in this morning. KBY News Time, 647. Uh, we'll take more of your phone calls and emails coming up. If you're on the line, stay right where you're at. We do have a couple lines open if you want to get through. 208-336-3700. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Once again, taking your phone calls and emails, uh, your thoughts, your opinions. New mission coming to the uh, Air National Guard, Idaho Air National Guard at Gowan Field. Uh, maybe flying a uh, different fighter jet beginning in twenty twenty seven. The A ten Warthog Thunderbolt is being retired, and as soon as twenty twenty seven, we could have F sixteen. Just taking your thoughts this morning about your opinion. Uh, love to hear from you, especially if you live anywhere around the airport. Lee Joe, thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. What are your thoughts? Well, my first thought is that the original premise is not going to happen. We just spent a bunch of money putting new wing spars onto half of the A-10 fleet and modernizing the electronics. And we're not going to just dump them four years later, five years later. I think they've just barely finished that contract. You don't don't think Um, the uh, military has ever wasted any money like that before? They do it every day. But (laughs) the... uh, but the, the main point being there is that they're really still, like you guys were pointing out, there is no replacement for an A-10 coming over the ridge. They've been trying uh, to retire the A-10 for over a decade, but part of the problem is, and I don't necessarily view it as a problem, is the military, the people that actually fly the planes, the people that actually get the close air support, love the A-10s. Um, and the people that fly them think they're the best airplane for the job that they do. And it's because it is. It's so well designed as a stable gun platform, you know, that is exactly designed for the thrust, the counter thrust that the 30 millimeter cannon makes with the uh, redundant surfaces, the redundant uh, systems that make it so that when you blow out the hydraulics, you still have the other half of the hydraulics, and then you still have a manual system over that. So the thing comes home. And nobody wants to jump in an F-16 and with a small arms fire where, you know, an, uh, where a 50 cal round through the wrong spot brings the whole plane down. Where the, uh, where the A-10, you know, has got tons of armor on it on top of it all that just makes it so you can fly low where people can shoot at you with, a, with uh, guns and, and uh, 20 millimeter anti-aircraft. You can fly right into it and have a pretty good expectation of coming out the backside with an airplane that's still flying. That's a pretty good argument. Uh, oh, I lost you guys. Chris says that's a pretty good argument. Yeah, that's it. I mean, if you want to, you're, you're flying a tank with that. It's not. I mean, not as armored as a tank, but when when you're in a in a small arms anti aircraft environment. Oh, now we just lost you. 
where you must you must be going through a tunnel or something. We keep uh, having you um, drop out. But thank you for the call. Uh, appreciate the thoughts. So it sounds like Lee Joe is predicting that this won't happen. Yeah. Even though the announcement was made earlier this week that they would be transitioning. Uh, we need to take a break here. We'll get to more of your phone calls and emails. If you're on the phone, still have a couple people waiting there. Um, stay right where you're at. I promise we're going to get to you after news. Coming up here at the top of the hour, 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We do have a couple lines open. Your opinion, especially want to hear from you, and we've heard from one person already that lives uh, by the airport. Is the sound going to be too much? Are you uh, going to be able to live there if the F-16 mission does come to fruition in 2027 as expected? Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Eight oh seven this morning. We've uh, spent a good portion of the show talking about the story out this week that within the next few years, Idaho Air National Guard at Gallon Field may be flying a different kind of fighter jet. One hundred twenty fourth fighter wing based in Boise expected to transition to an F sixteen fighter Falcon mission starting in the spring of twenty twenty seven. The U.S. Air Force announced that earlier this week. Now the mission is subject to review, including an environmental impact analysis. The wing, since 1996, has flown the A-10 Thunderbolt II, also known as the Warthog, designed to provide close air support. F-16s are expected to begin arriving in Boise in the spring of 2027 after completion of the environmental impact analysis, which is expected to be completed sometime in the spring of 2025. The Air Force said the decision to host the F-16 mission at Gowan uh, came after assessing the area's ability to facilitate the mission and infrastructure capacity, also accounting for community support, environmental factors, and costs. We're taking your calls this morning. How do you feel about it? Especially want to hear from you if you live anywhere near the airport. Now, they tried to do this with the F-35s, tried to get the F-35 mission here in Boise, it ended up going to Wisconsin and Alabama, but there were a lot of people complaining about the noise of the F-35s, which from what I understand, a little louder than the F-16s, but F-16s are still quite a bit louder than the A-10s. Yeah. John writes in, complaining about noise living next to the airport, maybe you should have done better due diligence before you purchased or you're just a whiner. I love people who move to the suburbs and then complain when the farmer is bailing alfalfa at 3 a.m., which he has been doing for the last 50 years. There is a song about this, Get Over It. It wasn't written for that, but it works. <laughs> Max and Boise, you've been uh, online being very patient. We appreciate that. Uh, thank you. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I tuned in a little later than usual this morning, but when I heard that Top Gun theme, <laughs> as a um, aviation hydraulic mechanic for the Navy some 40 years ago, I had to weigh in. First mm-hmm. off, I have no experience with the, a- with the um, F-16, because that's an Air Force aircraft, but what I have shared a flight line with uh, is the Marines who flew the A-10 out of El Centro, California, when we would go on detachment. And um, I agree, first off, with everything the gentleman said about the respect that A-10 deserves, and it's well-deserved. Well, well deserved. So 
I'd just like to weigh in insofar as the hearing loss that I have. It was partially because of that aircraft. <laughs> so I don't know if the if the uh, F-16 is, is uh, less, but I doubt it. And uh, I'm just, it's uh, the other gentleman, I have to agree with him that called and it sounds like freedom. So stop your complaining. Oh, <laughs> one last other point. Uh, as Chris noted, if they did do all these uh, uh, aircraft frame uh, upgrades and all that, when they decide to pull the plug and retire an aircraft, they're going to do it no matter what. So yeah. thanks for letting me chime in this morning. Appreciate Max. Uh, appreciate the patience. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. William of Garden City, uh, Texas, gets us on text this morning, same as our main number, by the way. William writes in, there's probably only a handful of people living uh, near the airport when the guard flew 102s in the late 70s, and after that, the F-4s into the 90s. Those were jets that were allowed on takeoff, especially on an overcast day. The guard has a mission, and they're great for our community. They were there before most of the homeowners bought or even thought of building in the area. Mm-hmm. Thank you, William. We got here first. Um, another uh, email, Mike at KBOI.com, no name on this, says, You guys are all so silly discussing 10s or 16s. Our guard doesn't need jets, planes, or whatever they fly. Future is going to have them needing to learn urban warfare from the ground. From those in the know, the Chinese military is stealthily making their way into our country a little time every day over the California border. They're probably doing it over the other state borders also, but I have only heard it from a reliable source in California. Wish our media would get involved. That's a completely different discussion for a different day, but uh, I don't believe our military is not going to need jets in the going on into the future. Yeah, They probably have a pretty good hand on what they need, I would think. Jim from Eagle writes in, I love the A-10, one of the best planes ever built. But if I were an A-10 pilot and was offered a chance to transition to the F-16, I'd be on it so fast I wouldn't even leave footprints. (laughs) That that would be fast. (laughs) That's pretty fast. Uh, Gigi writes in, "Um, I want you guys to please keep talking about the change coming to the base in 2027 simply so that you will keep playing that Top Gun song, That Is All. (laughs) Gigi, you might want to stick around. I have another song that we're going to play this morning. Um, It's an updated version of a song that I can't believe was made back in the uh, 90s, that I can't believe the original artist never updated it. But another uh, group has updated the song, We Didn't Start the Fire. Really? Yeah. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little bit of that. I, I thought it was fantastic and way past due. Um, a, a whole new list of, whole new list of stuff that of, happened. Of stuff that has happened since Billy Joel did We Didn't Start the Fire, which was a massive, massive hit. Mm-hmm. Funniest Paul- thing about that whole song is that uh, the very last of it, he says, uh, I can't take it anymore. And the thing that put him over the edge was Cola Wars. <laughs> Uh, Paul in Nampa, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. What do you think about? Morning. I was in favor of the F-35s coming and staying. I'm just I'm curious if, Gla- if Gladys Kravitz is going to be looking out the window when the Chinese fly their <laughs> Abner! Abner! Yeah. So my question, uh, my question for you, Paul, is now you're, you're in Nampa, so it's easy, and I'm the same thing. It's easy for me to say, oh, I'm all for this because it's not in my backyard. If this were coming to your backyard and these 
F-16s would be taking off and landing and flying over your house, would you be as much for it as you are now? Well, after every chance they get when they fly the warbirds over here in Nampa for whatever occasion, it goes right over my house, and I love it. Okay. It just reminds me of, of the sacrifices they gave and the people that were on the ground that gave in order to have us have freedom. And to, to, to whine about something that's going to make noise for five minutes and it's going to keep you safe, happy, and free, I just I don't get it. All right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for the call. Thank you for your thoughts. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. Another uh, email says, uh, what would make you think the A-10s would be replaced? Our government today would hardly want us protecting ourselves or any other country. I believe it. you get rid of them, they wouldn't. They won't be replaced so as to weaken our military. The New World Order would hardly appreciate a free America with a strong military. You guys aren't seeing the big picture. Biden surrenders billions of military equipment to enemy forces in Afghanistan, now being sold on the black market and other examples. Um, You're right. I hadn't noticed that. The... Here, here's the the thing. I mean, the A-10s are just being retired. I mean, they've been around. How long has the A-10 been around? 50 years? Ooh, I'd rather look it up than guess. Um, so, they're, I, I mean, they're, they're just being retired and something else will take its place. And that has happened with every single piece of military equipment since the beginning of the military. 50, 51 years. Hey, I was only one year off. Yeah. So, I don't know... What other, off the top of my head, I'm, I'm guessing there's not very many. You know when they stop weapons that have are 51 years old that the military still uses on a regular basis. Everything else is just continually is upgraded because of new technology. You know when they stopped building A10s? 15 years ago. 39 years ago. 39 years ago. So the A10s, that's how they're, good of so a they're built plane to, it is. They're built to last. That's how good of a plane it is. My guess is they've updated them a few times. Yeah, they uh, definitely. Renovated. But I, as you heard even one t- from a person this morning, they're basically a gun with wings. And it's hard to get a lethal hit on an A-10 to bring them down, too. So, and that's, I mean, they've been trying to retire the A-10 for a long time, but the military, the, the people who are supported by the A-10s, in the close contact, and the people who fly the A-10s absolutely love them because they're easy to fly, and they're hard to come bring down, and they're very good at fighting. And that's why we still have them 51 years later. Is that, I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to come up with any other tank, um, air, or, uh, airplane, any type of weapon that's 51 years old that the military still uses. I'm not saying that there isn't, but I, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of any that hasn't been replaced with newer, better technology. I suppose I could go one at a time and look them up. But... <laughs> haven't got that kind I of time. I can't think of one either. I'll just say that. <laughs> hey, I don't know. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, we'll get to more of your phone calls if you want to weigh in. We've got other things to talk about uh, this morning uh, that we'll get to, too. Uh, coming up after news at the bottom of the hour, I uh, want to talk about... Uh, Hunter Biden has actually had a couple of really good weeks. And yesterday was a a, a really good day for him because he ended up making about $15,000 extra money a month. And no, it does not come from China or Ukraine. We'll tell you about that. 
talk about whether or not he you agree that he's had a couple of good weeks. Um, there's also some possible storm clouds for Hunter Biden on the horizon. We'll uh, talk a little bit about that coming up. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we'll take a break for traffic and weather. We've got a $50 gift certificate to Bonefish Grill. We're going to give away coming up here next with Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. Don't go away. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 825, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible questions. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Call 208-888-4128 for all your real estate needs. Patrick's going to get first crack at our question today. We've got a $50 gift certificate to Bonefish Grill in downtown Boise. Patrick, since uh, Rotten Tomatoes started, there has only been one movie that has gotten an overall rotten rating on Rotten Tomatoes from critics, but also received an Oscar nomination for Best Picture. Patrick, which movie is it? Patrick, are you there? What's that? Norbit. Norbit is not it. Keep trying. 208-336-3700. Let's go to Katie. One movie. I'm going to guess, oh, sorry, the Joker? Joker is not it. Okay, thank you. Yep, keep trying. Two. Good guesses. Yeah, they are. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Let's go to, uh, is it uh, Ben? Is that right? That's right. All right, Ben. Since Rotten Tomatoes started, only one movie has gotten an overall rotten rating from critics and also received an Oscar nomination for Best Picture. Which movie is it? I came up with incredibly... Extremely close and incredibly loud. <laughs> That's close enough. <laughs> you, you, you've got the words mixed around. It's extremely loud and incredibly close. And that is? <laughs> Correct. Correct, yes. The cool. uh, movie came out in uh, 2011 and uh, got panned by especially Rotten Tomatoes, uh, but it did get a Best Picture uh, nomination. Did not win, however. That movie, if you're listening this morning, starred Tom Hanks and uh, was about repercussions that happened after 9-11, basically. I know, that's a quick synopsis. Not a great, in my opinion, not a great movie either. But hang on. It was good enough for you to win, even though you got some of the words messed around. Close enough. <laughs> gift certificate once again to Bonefish Grill. Don't forget, we've got another chance for you tomorrow morning. If you didn't get through this morning, Bonefish Grill gift certificate that we'll be uh, giving away. Final time for the Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. Take a break. News coming up here next. Want to weigh in on the uh, change at the uh, uh, airplane, A-10 Warthog being uh, retired, replaced with the F-16, new fighter mission. Coming to the Air National Guard here in Boise. Want to weigh in on your thoughts? Is it a good thing? Maybe you don't like it? Go ahead and uh, call us up right now. You can also email us. Chris at KBOI.com and Mike at KBOI.com. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 838-208-336-3700. 838-208-336-3700. Pound 670. On your Verizon Wireless, 1-800-529-5264 if you want to get through on the phone. You can also uh, get through and take part in the show 
a couple of other ways. You can email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. You can also text us, which, by the way, is the same number, 208-336-3700. So far this morning, uh, talking about your thoughts, Boise-based Idaho Air National Guard is uh, going to be transitioning to the F-16 Falcon mission as early as 2027. That was announced by the military uh, earlier this week. Already starting to see some pushback. For instance, uh, State Representative John Gannon, who represents the district that includes neighborhoods near the airport, uh, said that he is expressing concerns that homeowners whose homes become unsuitable for residential use will have to be paid out. I don't, I don't know if that particular thing will be the case, where you will take taxpayer dollars and say, all right, we have military here, it's so loud, so we're going to buy your house and tear it down. <laughs> I don't know if that's hyperbole or if that's something that has mm. actually been discussed. But we want to hear either, from you. This either morning. way, it doesn't seem like something that's going to happen. No. I don't think so either. John writes in and says, uh, Chris, the B-52's maiden flight was April fifteenth, 1952. Boy, exactly 10 years to the date later. What happened? <laughs> I'm I'm kind of embarrassed that when I was talking, because I, 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 I had asked, is there any other thing besides the A-10 Warthog that's right. been around for, you know, 50 years that hasn't been upgraded because of technology? I'm embarrassed because my son is a crew chief on, on the B-52, B-52. Yeah. currently deployed to Germany, and I should have known that. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm glad that he's probably not listening this morning uh, because that's a little embarrassing that I didn't remember the, the B-52. There we go. I apologize. Yes, the B-52. Now, it is, you know, come in different iterations since the first Super Fortress was yeah. used but well, my guess is they have updated a few things in 71 years yeah yeah um they've updated you know the plane you you i think they're up to the b52 h now i believe like a through h a, a through h gotcha. yeah so every time they uh upgrade it they don't change the it's still a b52 um but i i think but it's the, a b52 a, a, h i think so the eighth or ninth one yeah all right um, so thanks, thanks for pointing that out. Sure. And yeah, I I am completely embarrassed that I that I didn't remember that this morning because I should I should have. Oh, and Shane also said the B fifty two has been in use for seventy one years and is projected to be in service into the twenty fifties. So it'll make a hundred years. Yeah, they're they're hoping that it does make a, a hundred years. We'll wait and see if it does. Uh, another uh, tech or email says, uh, writes in, what would you think uh, the A-10 would be replaced with? Our government today would hardly want us protecting ourselves or any other country. I believe if they get rid of them, they won't be replaced so as to weaken our, our mil- military. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I don't know why people, and that's the second email that we've gotten this morning that, that says that they think they're doing this on purpose to weaken the military. I don't know why you think that. I don't know uh, on purpose why, why the military. Be, yeah, why weakening the military would be an advantage to anybody in this country. Uh, Brandon, listening in Ada County this morning. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. All right. Hey, thanks, guys. Um, there's one reason, in my opinion, one reason only that they're getting rid of the A10 and replacing it with the F16, and that's because the A10 is paid for. There's no reason for McDonnell Douglas to hire a retiring admiral in order to secure a new contract with the A-10. 
and there's nothing, nothing in the Air Force that can do what the A-10 does. And I'm talking from experience. Um, <clears throat> there's nothing. The, a- the F-16, all the rest of the fighter jets are way too fast to do effective ground support for infantry soldiers. Now, have you? Well, you say you speak from experience. Have you flown the A-10? Is that is that what the experience uh, no, you speak no, of? I was, no, I no, I was supported by the A-10. Got it. Where they can shoot within within ten meters of you. Wow. Um, to drive the enemy back. Um, the F-16 flies way too fast to do that yeah. mission. Way too fast. And there would be more body bags um, if the A-10 wasn't around. And the A-10 can take a freaking beating. You can blow off half a wing, and that thing will still fly back. To <laughs> yeah, we, we were talking about that. It's built for durability, and, and that's good. It yes. seems like everything ought to be. Yes, it's, right. It's wings attached to a giant cannon. Wow. And it is, it's an amazing aircraft. And the only reason they're getting rid of it is because it's paid for. Really? They, they, McDonnell Douglas and Boeing, nobody's making money off the A-10. They might make some software updates to it. Right. Um, but... It's it's uh, yeah it it's a great airplane, a great platform, um, and the F sixteen. There's nothing that we were supported by an F fifteen, and um, it did its job, I guess. Um, but it took it four passes in order to do it, where the A ten takes one pass to do right. it. Mm. Must have been a uh, pretty sight when you uh, saw that A ten coming oh. in to support you. Oh, huh? oh, oh! I can <laughs> yeah, I can't use the words on the air. But, well, we um, appreciate it was, that. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. All right, uh, Brandon, thank you for your thoughts. Thank you for your service, thank too. You. Oh, you bet. Uh, Steve writes in uh, email, uh, says, would it be possible the A-10s are being moved to a different base for continued use? Could we build or order brand new fleet to replace the old ones? It seems like a valuable tool as far as noise. The people that have lived here a while would remember the sonic boons. My mom would go shake her fist at those airplanes because it would yeah. rattle her fine china, but the noise itself did not yeah, bother was, her or any of us as a kid. I thought it was awesome. When I was a kid in Twin Falls, we had sonic booms all the time. Growing up, we weren't even near an Air Force base or people growing up on the prairie of Idaho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we used to hear them all the time. I thought it was I thought it was cool. You don't hear those anymore I because guess it's clo- illegal to have a sonic boom. Closest Air Force base, I guess, was Mountain Home, so I guess maybe they were coming out of there. Yeah. Janet and Caldwell, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Yes, are you speaking to me? Yes. Yes, uh, this is, um, yes I wanted to uh, put my two cents worth in on the B-52, and I agree with the callers previously that have said, you know, don't, don't move to the, by the airport if you don't like the sound of the planes. But my husband uh, flew the B-52 and H model, and um, I find it interesting that that's still the model they're flying. But he retired in, like, 79. So uh, it's been a long time ago. But uh, it's, a, it's an amazing plane. And if you've ever been up next to one, it's, like, humongous large. In fact, it's so big. The wingspan is so out so much that when it's sitting on the ground, the wings kind of hang down. And then once it gets airborne, the wings kind of go up, you know, with the air pressure. But um, I wanted to say that uh, we were stationed at Grand Forks, and uh, the the one thing about the sound thing, our son was a baby at that time, and about 9 o'clock at night, they would test the engines. I I assume they took them out of the the plane, and they would put them in something, and they would test them. And my goodness, that roar, and it just went, you know, it probably went on for, I don't know, 45 minutes. 
assume they were maybe testing different engines, right. but that was an incredibly noisy thing when you've got a baby that's uh, waking up <laughs> screaming. But, um, yeah, I have a really uh, very interest in uh, in all this about the airplanes because it's kind of in my blood. Right. And uh, just wanted to, when I so was just before, walking, when you... Yeah, before we let you go, because, uh, you know, Janet, you're in Caldwell. That's a long ways away from, you know, the uh, Air National Guard. If this was close to you, would you want the F-16s and that new mission in 2027 that's being talked about by the military? Would Would you want that next to your home? Well, see, because I've lived near bases where the, this is just, this is their mission. And so I would have to say that... Um, uh, I would probably think before I'm maybe moved by the airport, but no, I don't believe I would be um, trying to prevent it from coming right. in right. Okay. for that reason. But the, uh, yeah, and the um, um, B-52, you know, that was the plane they used, um, I believe it was Desert Storm, yeah. and because it's such a long range and air, they, air refuel so they can just go on forever janet anyway just thank you for the uh call thank you for your input and uh thanks for that great information appreciate it this morning 208 336 pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Another thing we talked about close, we'll take a break here. If you want to continue to weigh in on whether or not you think this is a good thing, um, you know, especially if you live near where these planes are going to be stationed, continue to call in. Uh, something we mentioned near the end of the show yesterday, um, if you'd like to weigh in a little more on that, Meridian is has implemented license plate cameras for fighting crime. However, it's raising privacy concerns among uh, many of the people who live in Meridian. Um, Your thoughts on whether or not you like the fact that you can be filmed by police officers without your knowledge. Because that's the big complaint from some people is that it's an invasion of privacy. If you want to weigh in on that, something we talked about towards the end of the show yesterday, you can do that too. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 854-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. William writes in uh, a text message, there's nothing in the Air Force inventory or in the makings to replace the Warthog. They're talking about using the F-35, which is supersonic and cost billions of dollars apiece. All close air support aircraft in the past were subsonic and had the ability to loiter for long periods of time, going back to the A-1 Sandy, the A-7, and now the A-10. That's what made them perfect for the mission. Mm. Well, sounds like they don't have anything to replace it, but they are being retired. Bruce uh, responded to something we said yesterday when we were talking about people who go to Yellowstone Park and then find themselves, uh, you know, in the hot pools, uh, well, getting, uh, well, dying, actually. Uh, he says uh, he's with the Loman Fire and Ambulance, and he says we responded to a fellow who was burned by the water at Bonneville Hot Springs a few years ago. He was trying to retrieve the phone he had dropped. He ended up dying. The water there is coming out of the ground at 128 Fahrenheit, the water at Kirkham is not quite so hot, but there have been deaths from hyperthermia there over the years, too. That's Bruce, and again, from the Loman Fire and Ambulance. And the thing yesterday, and he said that was 100 and 
28. 128. At Bonneville Hot Springs. And that was enough to kill somebody. The springs that this person was putting their hand and feet in mm-hmm. was 176. Mm-hmm. That would kill you fairly quickly if you happened to... And she was being held up by somebody, a, a gentleman, um, had held her hand so that she could put her hand and her bare foot in, into this water, which, of course, she didn't keep there very long. But could you imagine if that guy had slipped and her hand had slipped out of... She'd be dead. Or yeah. at the very least, badly, 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 badly burned. Badly burned. Yeah. yeah. And, and they have had over 20 people in the Yellowstone area be killed because of these pools mm-hmm. and hot springs. And there are signs everywhere. The best part of that story yesterday was the gentleman who tried to warn the man and the woman saying that's probably not a good idea. And they said, so what? Or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. So he he said he couldn't find a, a park ranger and there was no cell service to call them in. But they, so but they, he they, just hit record and recorded it they see the you know they see the water and they see the warnings that it's hot and they think oh hot tub i've been in hot hot tubs before mm, not like this yet. not at 176 degrees what's te- boiling temperature is 212 isn't it like mm-hmm. something like that so you're you're 176 degrees is something that will scald you and yeah. give you third degree burns fairly quickly you know what boiling does to food would you like it to do that to your body <laughs> Um, yeah, so the song we played, Dumb Ways to Die, was really apropos yesterday for that particular story. Um, we're going to take a break here. Um, if you're on the phone, stay right where you're at. I promise that we'll, we'll get to you. If you want to weigh in, you can do that. Our phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. After the top of the hour, once again, um, told you we were going to talk a little bit about, you know, Hunter Biden is, for most people's thoughts, has not had a good last couple of years. You know, the drug problem, forgetting about his his computer um however over the last couple of weeks you could probably say that he's had a pretty good couple of the weeks and yesterday he made about fifteen thousand dollars a month we'll tell you how and it's legal by the way we'll tell you how he did that we'll talk more about it coming up after the top of the hour and shapiro this afternoon at one now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi 9.05 into the final hour of the show this morning. Final chance to take part. If you would like, our phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Once again, other ways you can get through and take part in the show is by emailing us, chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com. You can also uh, text us, same as our main number, 208-336-3700. Uh, text message in. Uh, it says, if you haven't mentioned it yet, the Vietnam Memorial replica is at Sensi and Meridian through the weekend. Uh, we did talk about it yesterday, but it uh, probably good to mention it again, because if you've never had a chance to see the actual Vietnam Memorial in Washington, D.C. Very moving. It is extremely, as I mentioned, I, I mean, I spent... Um, an entire day and didn't get to see everything that I wanted to see in Washington, D.C. the last time I was there, uh, but but spent going through the Smithsonian Institute, um, saw the Washington Monument, the Lincoln Memorial, the one thing, the two things that really, I mean, we went by the White House, um, out of everything that we saw, Ford Theater, we saw that, um, the thing that really, really struck me more than anything were two things, the 
Vietnam Memorial and the Korean War Memorial. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vietnam and, is and they couldn't, especially. They couldn't be more different. No. Um, one's, you know, a statue. This is... One's a, I, one's a bunch of statues. I, yeah, I, yeah, this is just a wall. Uh, and I say just a wall, meaning not meaning that it's, oh, it's just a it is so much more than that. So if you've never had a chance it, it, this weekend, and it's open 24 hours a day, so it's not like you only have a few hours every day. It's at Sensi in Meridian. Um, it came in, I think, yesterday, um, huge procession, and will be there into, I believe, July the 2nd. So it's not here all the way through the 4th of July, but it is here uh, through July 2nd. Do yourself a favor. Grab your kids, grab your family members, and go take a look at it. It's about three quarters of the size yeah, of the actual memorial in Washington D.C. Makes it still pretty darn it's big. Still, it's still big, and it's just, and it's an exact replica. All the names, fifty over fifty eight thousand names mm-hmm. of the people that were killed or missing in uh, Vietnam. Um, people just go through and f- try and find their friends' names, family members' names. Um, it, it's it, it gets you right in the feelers. Um, so grab your grab your friends, grab your family, and head on down before it is out of town. Also, don't forget, float season underway. Didn't think it was going to happen until middle end of July this year, maybe even August. It's been it's been August before. Um, float season officially opens today on the Boise River. The uh, river flows have dropped to approximately twelve hundred cubic feet per second. Remember, just uh, about a month month and a half ago. It was up over 6,000 right. cubic feet per second. Uh, the other thing that had to happen was the Boise Fire Team members um, had to get their mitigation of major hazards along the popular six-mile stretch of the river. They have done that. They've taken out trash. They've taken out trees. They've taken out uh, limbs uh, that you couldn't see so that now the water is safe. Float season rentals and other services offered at Barber Park. Parking available for a small fee at Barber Park. Um, parking at Ann Morrison Park, near Ann Morrison Park, is free. However, keep in mind, if you are floating on the 4th of July, you will not be allowed to park at Ann Morrison Park because they will be getting ready for the fireworks show oh, yeah. that night. So if you're going to be floating the river, you're not going to be able to park at Ann Morrison Park on the 4th of July. If you need more information, shuttle rental rates, visit Ada County's website. You can also check out river currents uh, condition uh, by going to floattheboise.org. As we're going into the top of the hour, I told you uh, we've talked a lot about Hunter Biden in the last especially the last year or so, didn't have especially the best things going on with his drug abuse. But with being caught with just like, hookers. Just like us, spent uh, every night at home. <laughs> the uh, last couple of weeks, you can kind of say that Hunter Biden has actually had a pretty good couple of weeks. Yes, he did have to plead guilty to some crimes, but when you consider what he should have received for those guilty pleas, you would consider that good news. If that was you, and you had be had that hanging over your head, two counts of tax fraud and also a gun charge because you lied on a form when you purchased a weapon that said you said you were not on drugs when... Obviously, based on pictures and evidence in your own computer, you were whacked out of your mind. Pick, pick, pick. (laughs) And you get no charge for that. I mean, it's a diversion program where those charges will just go away as long as you 
keep your nose clean. Um, his his uh, last couple of weeks got even better yesterday. Hunter Biden and the baby mama mm-hmm. of his estranged daughter have reportedly settled their uh, out of court and agreed to terms that will see Hunter Biden's child support payments drop from $20,000 a month to $5,000 a month. Now I get it, how he's making money. He's making $15,000 a month. Um, Biden had previously claimed that he was unemployed and had no monthly income, which sound rather unbelievable because he was living in a $12,000 per month rental home in Hollywood. So well, the place he's living now, it's free, right? Yeah. The White House? Yeah. Yeah, that's free. Um, so when you know he claimed, hey, I have no job, I have no money, yet he was still paying $12,000 a month, kind of you know fell on deaf ears when his baby mama, former stripper, said, now wait a minute. You don't want to pay me anything, and apparently he hadn't been paying anything to her, but she, he has now agreed to pay her $5,000 a month, also in exchange for paying that $5,000 a month. The baby mama has agreed not to keep fighting for the last name of Biden for their daughter. Really? Yeah. And Hunter Biden says you don't want that because... That baby will have a lot to live up to with the last name of Biden. And if you don't believe that, all you have to do is look at what Hunter Biden has to live up to. There we go. <laughs> well, I mean, she she doesn't have to fight to name the kid. You can name a kid anything you want. Well, uh, If your name is Smith, you can name the kid Jones and nobody will care. Apparently that, that was a, a fight because she wanted to name the baby Biden, last name, give the baby's name, last name Biden. Yeah. And... That was what they one of the things they were fighting over in court. So, hmm. I guess it, it's weird that she would agree to twenty from twenty thousand to five thousand. However, she wasn't being paid the twenty thousand anyway. So maybe having him officially agree to five thousand yeah, exactly. was better than nothing. And giving up fighting for the last name of Biden, which I guess there are a lot of people. There's no way you'd want your kid, you know, named Biden. Then maybe that was. Uh, that was a pretty big deal for her. But, I mean, in, in any way, shape, or form that you look at this, hasn't been necessarily too bad a, a couple of weeks for Hunter Biden. Now, does that mean Hunter Biden's problems are over? No, I think we've discussed that nothing does. Pressure is growing currently on congressional, legal, and media circles for the federal judge in the Hunter Biden case to reject the plea deal that would spare the first son from serving prison time after evidence has begun emerging from the IRS. And so far, two IRS whistleblowers have come forward this week that a more serious criminal tax case was sabotaged by the Department of Justice. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin said, I don't understand how any judge would bless this plea agreement now that all this new evidence of obstruction and the DOJ and FBI wrongdoing has started to surface. Johnson, who was Senator Charles Grassley, led a two-year probe into Hunter Biden and their overseas dealings, was uh, reacting to testimony and evidence from IRS supervisor agent Gary Shapley and another whistleblower who came forward this week and testified in front of the House that federal prosecutors blocked search warrants, interviews, and more serious criminal charges. Attorney David Weiss 
supported charging Hunter Biden, apparently, with felonies, alleging tax evasion and avoidance back in 2014 that totaled $2.2 million and included failing to pay taxes on $400,000 in income he got from the Ukrainian energy firm Burisma Holdings. Shapely, who was an FBI agent, said that President Joe Biden's son was spared the more serious charges when the U.S. attorneys in Washington, D.C. and Los Angeles both appointed by Biden, or Biden declined Weiss's request for an indictment, and then the statute of limitations on older allegation offenses were allowed to expire. Hunter now has struck a deal with Weiss to plead guilty to the two misdemeanor tax evasion charges from 2017 and 18 and to enter the probation program that was, would result in federal felony gun charges being dismissed. He is slated to appear July 26 in federal court in Delaware. Harvard Law Professor uh, Professor Emeritus Alan Dershowitz agreed there is good reason for the judge to set aside the plea deal and seek to investigate the whistleblower's allegations. He said it is concerning that a whistleblower's testimony directly conflicts with Attorney General Merrick Garland's testimony in front of Congress that there was no interference in the probe. Basically here, somebody is lying. It's either David Weiss, who was in charge of the investigation and said that Merrick Garland did not allow him to charge with more serious felonies, or it's Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland lied in front of Congress saying that David Weiss had full Leeway. Leeway to do whatever he wanted in the case. It was his case. If he wanted to charge he a the, felony, he could. Huh? Yeah. Um, so somebody's lying. If it's Merrick Garland, that's problematic because he lied to Congress, which is a felony. Yeah. Under oath. Imagine that. Will anything happen to him? Probably not. Now, for those people who are sitting here thinking, it's like, no, they already made this agreement. He's just going to get misdemeanor charges and a slap on the wrist the judge does not have to live by that agreement all of us have i mean you've you've seen this in cases before if you've watched television <laughs> law and order a judge does not have to stick with what an agreement no is between the prosecution it's and it's, the defense it's standard when they do but it's not absolutely uh mandatory so there are seems to be more and more people who are saying wait a minute at the very least you have to throw out the agreement and do what's right or wait until the evidence comes in so that we know for a fact. Because once he once the agreement is entered in, it's done. It's like, it's like being found guilty. You, you can't try them again if more evidence comes in after the agreement. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So once this is done, it's done. So at the very least, people are saying, look, the judge who is supposed to make a decision on this on July 26th in Delaware, needs to hold off at least until all the evidence and the investigation, which the House is doing right now, and they said there could be as many as six total whistleblowers who come in and are saying that what Merrick Garland said in front of Congress is not true. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Take a break. Uh, phone lines are open. If you want to weigh in, you can also email us, chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com. 
Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, John in Baker City. Here on News Talk KBOI, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm uh, trying to get into the 4th of July spirit out here, but you guys just keep bringing up that Republican talking thing. I mean, all they're doing is going after hunting Biden, some poor slob of a guy who's a drug addict, and they're really trying to get his dad. It's such a dishonest thing. I mean, it's so ridiculous. I just can't believe it. And then what are you guys going to end up with? You're going to end up with the vice president as our president. I mean, come on. That, is, that is a scary, he, that is a very, very scary thing, to tell you the truth. He, he, exactly. So why don't they let go of it? Jeez. Well, I, I think part of the problem is, is they don't want him being president in 2024. So they don't, they well, don't want know, Kamala Harris that, right okay. now, but they don't, they don't want him to be elected president again in 2024 is, is what a lot of people, I think, don't want to see happen. Exactly. But see, the way they're doing it is that they're going to hurt themselves because the independents are going to see this and they're going to say, wait a minute, you Republicans are off the wall. They're going to vote for any Democrat rather than Trump. Any and Democrat. You, no, no way. You, they you very Trump well again. could be right. The, I know I'm right. The strangest <laughs> and worst thing to me, once again, and, and I've talked about this uh, a, a lot of times with friends of mine, it's amazing to me that these are the two best people that we have running for president. And I say best people when I mean by that is they are rated as the highest individuals with the best chance of being president on the Republican side and the Democrat side. Out of 330 million people who live in this country, those are the two people right now that are are leading. That's a little frustrating right there thank you for the call john appreciate it mike and boise good morning you're on news talk kboi good morning i just wanted to talk uh, just a touch about the vietnam memorial that uh, is out at sensi and it's definitely worth going to i've been very fortunate that i've been to the real one probably 50 times but the one thing that a lot of people don't realize there is a permanent memorial uh, out at Bora High School, behind which it was called the new gym, which is 25 years old. <laughs> but the fact that Bora High School lost more students in Vietnam and in Iraq than any high school in the state of Idaho. Hmm, I didn't know that. Four, four in Vietnam and three in Iraq. And it's a stainless steel acophagus with black granite, uh, quite a... Quite a neat memorial. It was uh, dedicated in uh, 2005 there at the school. Well, sounds very nice. And I great. just thought I'd we should see that, no, one. I pre- that in a little. Yeah, little appreciate there. it. That's some great information. Appreciate it. Take care. Yeah, Have a good too. fourth. Yeah, uh, 208 336 3700 pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We'll take a break. More on the way. Got news coming up here next. Phone lines uh, are open. If you're on the phone, Darren, stay right where you're at. I promise we're going to get to you coming up after news next. You want to email us as you can't call, you can also do that. Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com, and you can also text us, same as our main number. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 
9.33. We've had a, a lot to talk about this morning. Something more to talk about. Virg- you know, all the problems that we've had with the thousands, tens of thousands now, flights that have been either canceled or delayed. Finger pointing going on. FAA saying uh, it's not their fault. It's the airline's fault. The airlines, like United Airlines, saying, wait, 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 not so fast. <laughs> it's FAA's yeah, fault. We're not the one grounding these things. Um, doesn't matter whose fault it is. If it is the FAA's fault, uh, it sucks for passengers because you don't get reimbursed when the FAA is screwing up, only if the airlines are doing something wrong. Uh, it's weird that they can't keep on time, but one airline is on time this morning. Virgin Galactic company founded by United Kingdom's entrepreneur, Richard Branson, mm-hmm. launched its first commercial flight to space this morning, to the edge of space. Two Italian Air Force officers, an aerospace engineer from the National Research Council of Italy, joined Virgin Galactic instructor and space planes, two pilots, on a suborbital ride above the New Mexican desert seems, this morning. Seems like, I mean, I, I, mean I, I realize it's the other direction, but it seems like, Kind of a, a weird week for any really rich people to be taking, you know, uh, in, interesting excursions. Kind of, after the uh, Implosion. submersible. Yeah. Um, we're watching here on television. They're, they're showing it on Fox Business News this morning. Um, nice view. Virgin Galactic. Get this. Yeah. You talk about rich people. They have already sold approximately 800 tickets for its commercial flights. 600 of those tickets were sold between 2005 and 2014. So they bought tickets knowing, clear back in 2005, that you were almost 20 years away from actually being able to use your ticket. Those first tickets were bought for $250,000 each. Um, Since those first 600 were sold, they have increased the prices. The next 200 sold have gone for $450,000 each Holy Toledo so there are 800 people well 794 people still waiting who have paid their money already by the way Richard Branson is brilliant he's a genius he's getting to use all this money for 10 15 20 years because you have to pay in advance <laughs> mm-hmm. you don't just get to put your name on a list pay to reserve pay to reserve and now he has just begun and the first successful flight went up this morning so there's some more news for you today. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Darren, uh, listening this morning, uh, being very patient. We appreciate you holding on through the news there. Uh, you're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you. Yeah, I listen to your radio show when I'm out driving around in the mornings. I don't get to listen to it all the time. But, man, sometimes, sometimes somebody calls in and I just, I feel like my head's going to explode. So it's kind of in, in reference to this guy from Baker City. And this is the problem. Last week, you guys talked a little bit about tolerance. And this has been the problem why I've been kind of saying I'm not, I'm not Republican anymore, that I'm conservative, because there's, there's when I say the Democrats and Republicans, I'm talking about the leadership here, not just the rank and file people. Right. But the Democrats will never stop. They'll go after everybody for everything. They'll make it up. They'll do all this stuff. And on, on the Republican side, because they want to be tolerant. They want to say, well, let's get along. Let's just drop this. And so we just keep getting the crap kicked out of us because they never drop anything on the Democratic side. I mean, look what's happening. The hypocrisy is just 
astounding. We've got six whistleblowers who are government employees who are saying this is criminal activity. We're not just trying to attack somebody or go after this for political reasons like they've been doing with Trump for the whole time, making up stories, all this stuff. This is potentially criminal activity. And the only way we can stop this, the only way we can ever come together is if we get the criminals out of politics, start holding people accountable and start making it an even playing field. And so to say, well, we should just drop the Hunter Biden investigation because he's just going after his dad. No, he's not. He's going after a criminal who's been doing criminal things who have got us now engulfed in a, in a war that we shouldn't even be a part of because he's been taking supposedly money from Ukraine for years. It's we, we need to, we need to do the same things they do. And it's, it's not good. I don't think for feelings or whatever, but so at some point it's got to stop at Man. some point, the criminal, the criminals got to be held accountable. We got to stop. And, and when somebody comes up, and makes up something. Why isn't Hillary Clinton in jail for making up this stuff when everybody knows? But the Republicans can't do it or won't do it. The Democrats go after everybody every time. I mean, we've got grandmothers who went to jail for walking around the Capitol building. And that's all good. They're criminals. Hunter Biden apparently isn't. We should just let it go. The guy's an idiot over in Baker City. Sorry to say so, say so but that's how I feel. Darren, he had such nice things to say about you. Well, he doesn't know me. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. Being sarcastic. Yeah, I, I know you are, but I'm saying I wouldn't. I, you know, I would love to have a straight up conversation with somebody like that and just ask them, what are you, what are you thinking? Yeah. You know, problem is a lot of people. You know, we, we have these these platforms oh. where we get back and forth, but you know, just having civil conversations but, with somebody. But you know how it I works. Never talk to anybody about this stuff. You know how it works, though. If and they haven't been, if they if they haven't been watching Fox, they don't know any of that stuff. Well, I don't think he watches Fox. I think he watches CNN and MSNBC because he thinks that it's all just a witch hunt. There you go. Which it's which it's not. But and if you I but if you watch Fox, just simply watch if, Fox all the yeah, time. They've got a different. They do. They have a. View, you know, if you if is, you watch Fox or MSNBC, then you will not have the same argument because you will have completely different facts, both of you. But if you use common sense and use Occam's razor and realize that these things are going on, there are people who are willing to testify. This isn't, you know, this isn't politically motivated. Then you're going to go, hey, maybe there is something there. Maybe we hmm. should look at it. Oh, and I love the way you. But, I love the way you put it too, um, Darren. And thank you for the call this morning. Is you're not investigating Joe Biden. You're doing an investigation yeah. on a possible crime. So if you take the politics right. out of it, and, and it's not, you know political one way or the other you can you can say all right let's just inve investigate whether or not there's a crime or not period and i i would say the same thing for donald trump you investigate whether it's take the politics out of it there's a crime there's a crime thank you for the call the um the thing about occam's razor thank you the thing about occam's razor is that uh it would tell you that if, if someone is charged with a crime, they're more than likely guilty. Well, I think it would go into a little more than that. You, you would look at the evidence, and where the most likely evidence is, that's most likely the explanation. Yeah, but Occam's razor is always the most likely scenario. Right. The most What's likely the most scenario? likely scenario if you were you know, charged with a crime? You did it. 
That's the most likely scenario. But you're leaving more, out more people are convicted after right. being arrested than are let go. But you're also leaving out the the evidence part of it. You know that has to play into the context of what is the most likely explanation. Right. Based on the evidence, he's guilty. Or based on the you can't just say and he's, been, he's Fraser, been charged without looking Arkham's, at the evidence. Occam's Razor would tell you that if someone charged him with a crime, they did already look at the evidence. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, depends on how you look at it. Kevin and Caldwell, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Morning, guys. Hey, you know, the whole thing, and then this is for uh, good old Baker City, uh, John, the Democrats' defense to this thing is to call you up and shame you for covering something. I mean, that's all they have. Shame on you. And so, therefore, that's why, you know, you talk about facts on CNN. How can people get facts when it's omission, when they don't cover something? I mean, you need to cover things. And I'll give you a little more coverage on Hunter Biden. His trial starts today in his $1.5 million defamation lawsuit against the guy who went to repair his uh, laptops or get his, you know, get it so he could get back into them. Yeah, that lawsuit starts today, and I don't see how he can possibly win that one. So that's going to take him, take him down uh, another road. But, you know, as far as John's concern, this whole thing of, oh, it's just this, this criminal kid. You know, every crackhead, and I've met quite a few crackheads in my life, every one of them has either been like a painter or an unemployed person or a criminal. I mean, lifelong criminal. They don't do anything fancy. And, and you know, sheetrock hangers. I mean, there are not people working multi-million dollar deals. This guy got that position because of his daddy. All roads lead to daddy. And that's the way it needs to be followed. You just need to follow this and you need to get the transparency on the banking accounts and verify. And that shouldn't be a problem. All public workers and I think all politicians should have 100% transparency in their and their family's finances so we can see that they're not being bribed or bought off. I mean, that's just that's what needs to happen. And it's going to happen. It's just uh, we just got to wait until. Do you, do you really believe that's going to happen? Because that would take Congress. And all those politicians in Congress saying, yeah, I w-, because if you if you agree that everybody, all political people have to be looked into with transparency, that would mean Congress would have to agree and vote. I want you to look into my finances with a fine tooth comb. And how many people in Congress do you think are going to vote for that? You know, I wonder at what point in time we can do it as a public as far as like, you know, here in Idaho, we can do the, the amendment process or what do you call that process where we, we can uh, uh, vote for a, a major, major uh, uh, amendment to a constitution or whatever, you know, and, and change things. And that reform process, I, I maybe the public can do it. Yeah, I agree with you. It needs to be done. If you don't like that idea, don't go to work in the in the public sector. Yeah. Don't be a politician. But but you know that's the way it should be. It should be a hundred percent transparency or get out. I mean, we don't need people being bought off because all that does is hurt the the public. Thank you for the call, Kevin. Appreciate it. Ron in Parma, you're on News Talk KBI. Good morning to you. Morning. Um, as far as the 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 National Guard dropping the A-10s and going to F-16s, the F-16s are not going to be that much louder. Um, my wife and I bought a, a winter place in Yuma, Arizona, out in the foothills, and we were virtually right on top of the Barry Goldwater uh, range. And we had F-16s. On occasion, you would see an A-10 or some other kind of jet flying over all the time, either in a group 
or singly, and they were sometimes extremely low when they came over the foothills, and people would come outside and wave, or if they were on their patio having having their morning coffee. But you don't think that the uh, was, uh, the F-16 was very much louder than the uh, A-10? I didn't notice it. Okay. Uh, on the on, it was just it was great. It was very uh, patriotic to watch them and, and people be out there waving and flag, uh, waving their flags. And once in a while, you would get a jet that would tip his wings back and forth. Uh, and sometimes you could see the pilot, but you couldn't make out his face or anything. But they were that close. Um, and you would have six of them come by, and then there'd be another four way above them kind of coming down towards them. And by that time, they had made made their turn, and they are heading back out to the Barry uh, Goldwater Range. The biggest thing that I noticed is when they would set off some sort of explosive at the Yuma Proving Grounds, uh, if I was in the garage, you would hear the garage door rattle a little bit, and you go, oh, here it comes, and boom. Yeah, I don't. I don't you, think you they're going to the be setting off yeah, any explosions uh, <laughs> out yeah, by but, Gallon. But, but thank the, you for the call. We're up against a break yeah. here, Ron. Appreciate the thoughts. Uh, thank you for the call. Uh, we'll take a break. One more segment on the way next. Yes, sir. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at three. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Gordon. Council, you got about 30 seconds here. Uh, thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Hi, fellas. Uh, you sure have some sincere, deep-thinking callers today regarding Hunter Biden. But I, I wanted to point out that he is a graduate of Yale Law School. And that helps. And there's, I saw on Wikipedia that there's 20 million lawyers in the world, and quite a bunch of them uh, can help conduct business across national borders. I hear... I hear talk show hosts say, well, gosh, he's taking money from Kazakhstan and, and half a dozen other countries and different continents, you know. He is an international businessman. He's been a banker, hedge fund manager. He practices law internationally. And if you're the son of the president, uh, you, you're going to get picked for the job once. Uh, and not necessarily because he's going to um, try to, uh, you can bribe him. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, he is an international businessman. He has a law degree. He is suitable to be on a board of directors for Burisma. Uh, I just wanted to share that. I All right. Thank you, Gordon. Appreciate the call. You know, I, I, I have said that before, that if there were countries willing to give me money, I, I would take it. I would take it, too. Um, just give me a call uh, or email us. Before we left here, I promised today we were going to play. There's an updated version. Um, I can't believe that this wasn't done by the original artist. We didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire, uh, Billy Joel, but it has been updated. By Fallout Boy. I wanted you to uh, take a listen to it this morning. <laughs> More importantly, I want you to take a listen to it. It's a very good job. Uh, tell me what you think is missing.
Once again, that is the updated version. Takes over from 1989, uh, Billy Joel's last hit, to 2023, mm-hmm. and um, uh, mentions current events. You. Did you notice one thing is messing? What? COVID-19 is not mentioned well, anywhere. Seriously? Yeah. One the, of the biggest the things thing, that's happened since 1989. The, the thing I noticed that was missing was uh, uh, articulation, really. Uh, <laughs> well, there wasn't a lot of because, articulation with Billy Joel. Well, right? there was more than that. <laughs> well, it is Fallout Boy. I mean, so Billy Joel was missing. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's the updated uh, version. It's about time somebody finally did that. We're done for the day. We're on a 20-hour break. We'll be back for open phones Friday tomorrow.